calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Four, five, six. You know, I've never been to Australia, but I've been very immersed in the culture ever since a young lad. Uh, I had Vegemite when I was in fourth grade, and I had a pen, I had a pen pal in Sydney in sixth grade. Well, I don't like that story, great grandpa. It's war, dude. You punch me in the face, I come after you. See how it works? You run your mouth about how you're this big, tough son of a bitch all day. Dude, you want war. You've got war. And now. No offense, guys, but what the hell happened to you? Are you body shaming us? No, I'm personality shaming you. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is Tuesday morning, the 30th of April. What's up, hoot owls? Hmm. <laughs> Muskrats, hoot owls. Just I like it. I like zoom. where we're going. Yeah. I don't hate yeah. it. You know, just mixing it up. Sure. Yeah. That's all. I like hoot owls. <laughs> sure. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. Not today, but one day I'll tell you the story about Donna's and my song. I'm sorry? You know, what? a lot of couples have a song. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a song. Uh-huh. And, and it involves a hoot owl. Sure. Like, and, like uh, most good ones do. Right. Exactly. Like all the best love songs. <laughs> right. But one day we need to break down Donna's and my song. Was this mm-hmm. a song played at your wedding? No. Hmm. Just no, a no, song just, you have together. It's just our, it's our song, yeah. And 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 I've talked about this before. You know, Don and I have a number of uh, uh, kidnap questions. Uh, we, Kevin knows this, Jensen. You may not, but mm-hmm. I we are we always keep up to date with our kidnap questions, sure. just in the event that one of us gets taken. Yeah, and we we need to somehow prove to the other one that it's really us. Give so my heads up que- if you're under yeah. It'll dress. be a question like like only we would know. Like. Mm-hmm. What food did our pig ham sandwich not like as a baby but loved as an adult? You know, that's the type of question that the kidnappers can't. <laughs> sure. They can't, they can't fake oh, that. They don't what was know. It? Was it? It's definitely <laughs> bacon. Well, how dare you? That's the meanest thing you've ever said. No, but it's it's no one would suspect it, though. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't feed a... Uh, they're not cannibals. We're, anyway, my point is... I can't say it out loud, obviously, because right. then that lets the kidnappers know. Mm-hmm. But you guys have kidnap questions, right? Yeah. Sure. No. Mm-hmm. No. I mean, not said out loud. We don't sit around and go over them and drill ourselves, but sure. Oh, uh, you should. Uh, no, is the answer. Because I in, don't have a kidnap. In, in a panic situation, Jensen, mm-hmm. you're going to think, oh, what was our kidnap question? Because you hadn't rehearsed it. You know what I mean? No. I, but I will <laughs> I will say, uh, there, we do have the alarm question. Mm-hmm. Does, you know that like what's one? your alarm code type of thing? Well, and, they call you. Yes. Yeah, and then they're like, oh, can we have, you know, yeah. what's the name of blank in order to make right. sure that this alarm is true? And we usually sure. get it wrong, yeah. All right. You got to work on it. Yeah, we have to, like, text the other person, like, is it? 
When are you going to be out someplace and be taken, Bean? And why would you be taken? Um, look, what are the chances your plane's going to go down, but you still pay attention when the flight attendant tells you how to get off the aircraft? And no, I don't. Landing? I don't pay no. attention to that. <laughs> it's good to have that information <laughs> in the one in a billion chance that it happens. It's the same thing. Look, I absolutely do not expect to be kidnapped. Right. Okay. But if it happens, I feel like I will be better prepared than most people, at least to know legitimately that they have my wife or that or that the kidnappers have me. Well, makes more sense have that they would, question. Makes more sense they would take your wife. Now you have the same kidnap question. You're not changing it. Oh no, we have 25 kidnappers. Okay, see why? That's very confusing. You should have one. Just to double check. Just to have a backup. You know what I mean? Okay, I can see having two. So you say one and the person mm-hmm. gets it right. Then you're like, let me make doubly sure. Exactly. So you have another one. That's but right. But that the time be it's your 10, limit. They're like, hey, get off the phone. Right? We don't want her anymore. <laughs> Just take her. Hold on. I'm getting realize, to the weather questions. <laughs> I didn't realize how annoying you two were. <laughs> Forget the ransom. Just come pick her up. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, uh, Hoodow. Just make a note. Hoodow. Hoodow. Okay, mm-hmm. write it right. down. Here's a, uh, we have time for the thing, right? Yep. I just thought this is a very this is a very unusual and different uh, sort of thing, but I wanted to give a uh, shout out to uh, Ruben Reda, maybe it's Rueda, who has just passed away at the age of sixty-seven. He worked at Musso and Frank Grill in Hollywood since the time he was fifteen. Wow, two years he worked at Musso and Frank's. Mostly as a bartender, and I'll get into that in a moment. I feel like many people in Southern California, me included, have a Musso and Frank story because it's the oldest restaurant in Hollywood, and it's kind of a fancy place that you go at least once in your life. Kind right? of a steak joint, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's and it's a and it's a it's a beautiful like old school right. Hollywood place. Yeah. You know where they wear the velvet jackets and everything like that. But for instance, Don and I went on our first year wedding anniversary. Is we this one of your questions? Frank's. Nope. What did we have the it's first not. time we went to Musso and Frank's? Who's our bartender? <laughs> did we eat a hootie owl? <laughs> uh, and uh, and I I don't remember it, of course, but Donna tells me that we saw Katie Seagal in the restaurant that night. She huh. was eating there that night. Do you, you guys have any Musso and Frank stories? Have you been? Uh, I've been. I, there was nothing that stood out about it like that. Mm-hmm. No. I have. I like it. Any, any yeah. special occasions at Musso and Frank's? I have. Um, and I remember Ruben, the bartender, because he's just he was a staple there. Of course you remember the bartender. And he remembers everyone's <laughs> drinks. If you had been in there maybe twice, he would remember it. It's that amazing. That is the most amazing part of this story. He had a remarkable ability to recall customers' drink orders. He once remembered the order of an Argentinian woman who had not stepped inside Musso's for nearly three decades Wow. She shows up like 28 years later and she, he says, the usual? <laughs> what the hell? I can't explain it. I don't think anyone could ever explain it. We'd have people who, for whatever reason, wouldn't come into the restaurant for 10 years. Then they would come back in and he would remember their drinks. He might not. Re- he would admit he might not remember their name, but he would always remember their drinks. Let's be honest. What's more important? Name yeah. or drink. Right? Yeah. In 2017, he was interviewed on the occasion of his 50th year of employment at Musso and Frank. He was asked how he did it, and he simply said, you look in the eyes. He was from Durango, Mexico. He was walking past the restaurant one day in 1967, decided to go in and apply for a job. He was a busboy for a short time, then a server assistant, and then became a bartender, which was the job he held for the rest of his life. He served Orson Welles, Rock Hudson, Raymond Burr, Steve McQueen, Gore Vidal, Keith Richards, John Lennon. Johnny Depp was one of his regulars. 
but he never used to like to talk about it. He was a very modest man. He didn't mm. go home and brag about who he'd served that day. He just uh, he just kept it to himself. Hmm. He said uh, listing and uh, the the restaurant owner says listing and as good as he was with his killer martini, his signature drink, it was his listing and his talking that people fell in love with. Some people wanted to be listened to, some people wanted to be entertained. He always knew without them saying. Very professional guy. Fifty two years working at Moose and Franks has finally passed away. I mean that is the kind that's that's an irreplaceable employee right there. I mean we're yeah. fifty one years here. Yeah, sure. I think, I think sure. you're you're thirty. What thirty? Okay. But I love stories about somebody who just becomes the uh, you know j- the fabric of the of the community in which yeah. they live. You know what and I mean? I, like, I and is happy to be that. I'm sorry. Yeah, oh, I believe his son works there now. Oh, is that right? Yeah, and he was um, he was server for a bit, and now does bookkeeping and whatnot. But terrible I mean, memory. He could, his <laughs> son, <laughs> yeah, terrible. Aww. Doesn't even remember where he works most of the time. Oh, mm-hmm. has to write it down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this year, Moose and Franks is celebrating its 100th anniversary. By the way, so they're they're going to have a, a tribute down the road. But if you if you're a, a Moose and Franks regular, or if you've only ever been in there a couple of times, you may remember Ruben as Allie does. And I'm sorry to announce he has passed away, but it was a life well lived. And that's our Ruben, right? No, he's still alive. Uh, oh, this is a different yeah, person. You, okay. you our is much older. Ruben, yeah. Ruben uh, was his high school teacher, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about today's Kevin Beecher, shall we? Do you understand that most of the country thinks that you're one of the stupidest people around right now? <laughs> I mean, sure. Uh, comedian Brad Williams would be on the show. He's a pal. Yes. Love it every time he stops by. Scott Ackerman is going to join us. Yeah, I he, love Scott. He uh, chillingly just put out a 10-hour podcast. Yep. His 10th anniversary, and he thought, what should I do? Oh, I'm going to do a 10-hour broadcast. Yeah. I love it. First podcast. I love that people didn't know it was coming, so they just looked in their uh, podcast, and it said 600 minutes. Yeah. They're like, Scott, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, um, not to take anything away from Scott's uh, remarkable achievement, but uh, Jimmy Pardo has, has his annual podcast-a-thon happening this Saturday, which is 12 hours. Suck it, He's Ackerman. doing 12 wow. hours live. I mean, maybe don't so tell Scott that. It know? has become... No, let's bring it up friends. right away. No, don't. They're very good friends. <laughs> okay. I'm sure you know. I mean, and Pardo has... does it for charity. What's Scott doing it for? <laughs> right? All right. Let's make a note of that. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Take a uh, note. Hold on. Let me take a note. Uh, uh, Bean and, and Hot Girls, should should those two be allowed in any uh, the, conversation? The point isn't that they were hot. That's not what this is well, about. Well, we Love disagree that. on that. Mm-hmm. This is just me talking to people. Should I be allowed no. to talk to humans? No. <laughs> the answer is no. Uh, cheers with Beer Mug on the show yes. today. And uh, spoilers. We're going to talk about spoilers. What is acceptable? How long should you wait? Is it on the person that's viewing it? Is it on the person who's writing it? How does that work? Protocol. Protocol, exactly. Mm-hmm. Especially with, you know, Game of Thrones happening, with Avengers happening and all that. When is it okay to openly talk about stuff? Mm-hmm. we got to have some, some ground rules. Yeah, we're going to set them for you. Right. All right. So that's coming up this morning. We'll take a break, and we will come back with what's happening next. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. All right. Allie is here with our first look at what's happening here on a Tuesday. Good morning. Good morning. Very sad news yesterday. John Singleton. The Oscar-nominated writer and director of Boys in the Hood was taken off life support yesterday, 13 days after a major stroke. He was only 51 years old. In addition to Boys in the Hood, Singleton's work spanned generations um, and genres, including a remake of Shaft, historical films such as Rosewood, action films like Too Fast, Too Furious, films that question the meaning of American masculinity like Baby Boy, Four Brothers. He also worked with TV and streaming platforms as a director on hits like Billions, The People vs. O.J. Simpson. 
empire. I mean, the guy did it all, and he's often celebrated for having the foresight to bring mega talents like Tupac, Regina King, Cuba Gooding Jr., Terrence Howard, Ice Cube, Tyrese, Taraji P. Henson, and others to the attention of the wider public. And Boys in the Hood, just to talk about that movie for a second, remains one of the definitive movies of a generation. It also led to his Oscar nominations for Best Director and Best Original Screenplay at the age of 24. He was the youngest filmmaker and the first African-American to earn a nomination in those categories. By the way, that film currently housed in the Library of Congress. Is that right? At yeah. the age of 24, wow. you guys. He Deservedly so. Unbelievable. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a real sad one, especially coming on the heels of, uh, you know, the Luke Perry, which is a, yeah. another stroke and then death. It's just, it's so scary, and they're both so young. Yeah. So young, and his family put out a really lovely statement, but the spokesperson noted that he struggled with hypertension, and he said more than 40% of African-American men and women have high blood pressure which also develops earlier in life and is usually more severe. And his family wanted to share the message with everyone to please recognize the symptoms by going to heart.org. Uh, I have a couple like things I Google when I get very stressed. Mm-hmm. Like I have like a handful of like 20 different... 20? Yeah, but they're like uh, very specific and obscure. Uh-huh. And one of them has always been boys to men behind the scenes photos. They're so great. Yeah. I posted four of them last night that I have in my computer, but they're just like such a time capsule. For sure. And also like people who don't realize like uh, the hip hop or uh, African-American voice of the 90s wasn't really being portrayed in mm-hmm. movies or television. Oh, so yeah. this is- Jason, did you mean boys in the hood? What did I say? Not, not boys to men. Oh, you said well, boys to men. I thought that was a weird choice to post boys, pictures of boys to men. Boys in the hood. <laughs> <laughs> Can that be a moment with? Yeah. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Uh, but Boys in the Hood, yes. And it, it, there's great pictures of Ice Cube and, and John Singleton behind the scenes and Cuba Gooding, who's like yeah. a child in it. Uh, and so I posted a bunch last night, and they're really good. He's, he was a trailblazer, to yeah. say the least. The man just uh, unbelievable. And also, and Boys to Men's great. And nobody had a bad word to say about him in his whole career either, by the way. He was just one of those people who really uplifted everybody around him. Yeah. He was a big sailor, too, which I always thought was so great. What he would do when he wanted to just relax, he had a sailboat, and he would go out on the ocean. He posted tons of pictures with him just at the helm of his sailboat. Where was he on Boys to Men pictures? I bet he liked that. He was on bended knee. Oh, well done, Jensen. I'm filing everything today. File. Might as well. Might as well. Hey, uh, remember last hour yesterday when I had said, hey, that Woodstock 50 ticket's supposed to go on sale on April 22nd on Earth Day. Then they didn't. People were like, wait, is it going to be canceled? And the promoters were like, no, no, everything's fine. And then other people said, well, no, it's not fine. You haven't paid the headliners and there's really no permits. And then I told you yesterday that it was canceled. Right. Well, now different organizers say, no, it's still on. What? Woodstock 50 vehemently denies the festival's cancellation and legal remedy will be sought. They said what? Leah Remini will be sought? Leah Remini, <laughs> yeah, they, they're blaming Scientologists for this whole <laughs> oh. thing. No. They said legal remedy will be sought. Rumors about the fate of the concert, organized in part by Woodstock founder Michael Lang began uh, having problems when people were saying, hey, we don't 
you don't have permits for the place, we're going to hold it. That seems so, like step one, no? Yeah, the festival's main investment arm is the one that made the announcement yesterday that it wouldn't proceed. But organizers are like, yeah, it will. Canceled. Just wait. When is it supposed to have occurred? Uh, is that, I mean, is it this year? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah it's this summer. Probably mm-hmm. August if they're going for the 50th anniversary. Yeah. Yeah, it's August 16th through the 18th. But it, it was supposed to go or on not. sale on yeah. the 22nd. They haven't sold a ticket. But yet. how do you get so, that? I mean, there were so many names listed when the announcement yeah, came. Yeah, like, so how what do you even do to them? Yeah. It's a good you question. You can't tell them to, hey, keep that open in case we're able to get our S together. Yeah. Well, when they say that it was slow to pay its superstar headliners, I'm thinking if I haven't been paid yet and I don't know what's happening, I might be making alternate plans. Yeah. We have to figure out what's going on. That's a great point. A great point. You guys, Spotify announced yesterday that it has surpassed the 100 million user mark for its premium subscription service. That makes it the first digital music service to reach that milestone. Just in contrast, uh, huge. Apple mm-hmm. Music, yeah, 50 million subscribers worldwide. Mm. Spotify, 100 million. Wow. Um, if you count their free subscribers, Spotify has about 217 million worldwide. So they're, they're doing they're okay. They're in the lead, yeah. Yeah. Bean, who's the best? Money. Bean, who's the best? Um, Which service you mean? Yeah. I feel like he's the yeah. quintessential. I don't yeah. know that there's... I feel like Spotify is a little more intuitive, a little easier to use, to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you that you can set up the next song to play in Spotify, and you can't do that in Apple Music unless you create a playlist. So mm-hmm. that's kind of a bummer step for me. So I think I'd give the Spotify the nod. Right. Yeah. I'm going with Tidal. Really yeah. love I that su- service. I yeah. subscribed to all, all three of them. <laughs> the thing about Spotify is... You know, they'll tell you what you might like. Uh-huh. And Apple Music does it, but they're never right. <laughs> Apple Music, whenever they're like, we picked these for you. I'm like, no, you didn't. I don't know who's behind that algorithm, but they need to be fired. Come on, give Billy Ray Cyrus a try. <laughs> I'm saying. That is how I discovered Motown Philly by Boys in the Hood, though. Oh, <laughs> quite the change. <laughs> so, yeah, this is one sweet day with you and all your puns. Wow, Bean. Wow. I couldn't hate you both more. Some birthdays for you guys. Johnny Galecki, Kristen Dunst, Kirsten Dunst. Why? Both of them. They're twins. Whichever. Kirsten. Gal Gadot, Kunal Nayar, and Travis Scott. It's going to be a day of names. That's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. Beer Mug has uh, joined us. Good morning, Mugs. Good morning. Part not on the air. What's that? Was my part not on the air? Correct. Okay, all right, then I'll forget it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was saying a thing, but then you started with beer mug, and then I I didn't know if I was hurt. You weren't, and Uh, that was my fault. Take two, we're not on the air yet. Okay. (laughs) 106.7 K-Rock is K-R-O-Q. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. It's 623. Hey, beer mug. Good morning. (laughs) In case people are wondering how beer mug's employment is going here at K-Rock, he overslept by three hours yesterday well technically i overslept by two but when at that time when you when i'm leaving from where i'm leaving from it takes about an hour and a half that, i don't know that you want to add technically to this uh, you were supposed yeah. to get up at 4 30 you woke up at 7 30 to get here oh at yeah okay okay then yeah you're right that's I'm sorry. three hours you're right i'm sorry i stand corrected Yet he still continues to work here. Look, and I, he I likes... know it's not my it's not my decision that he's still working here. Whose decision is it? He's a perfectionist, Bean. If he's gonna sleep in, he wants to go all the he way. He wants right? to nail it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now the only acceptable excuse is you were out late recording a, another cheers with beer mug the night before. Is that what happened? 
Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where do you where do you go, Muggs, when you record these? I go to O'Grady's in Granada Hills, California, the diviest of dive bars. And everybody, mm -hmm. it's funny, everybody at Foolishness is like, I got to go to O'Grady's. Where is this? I was like, do you really? Do you really want to go? Like, really? <laughs> Not so, positive that's the yeah. place? So I went there this, uh, I'm sorry, last week, and I was uh, going to continue the discussion you guys had on air about who pays after the first date. So I know drunk people will have an opinion on this. Beer Mug, he wants to go where everybody knows his name. Yeah. Asking questions with no shame. What are you, what are you? <laughs> He's already drunk as a skunk, but people are glad he came. Oh. Beer Mug wants to go where everyone knows his name. Oh, 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 wow. I mean... That's the kind of quality work. That's right. why he stays, Bean. <laughs> That's right. For God's sake. So he goes to O'Grady's, and he wants to make sure that the equipment is working well. So he does a very unique mic check. Check, check. Level check. Check. Spear mug check. What is the custom? Yeah, and by the way, that's the last, that's as, as lucid as you're going to hear him be. <laughs> <laughs> he does the mic check, and then the first question. I can't imagine blowing into the mic is good for the check. Probably not. <laughs> no. What is the custom uh, after the first date? Who picks, who picks up the bill, the, the guy or the girl? All right, I'd just like to say that wasn't the question. <laughs> after the first date, who pays? The question was. Who pays on the first date? Yes, that yeah. was the question. But if you drinks in, Mugs, drinks. Mugs doesn't know. I think the guy picks up the first, uh, picks up the check no matter what. Uh, otherwise, I feel like I wouldn't go on a second date with him. I, I think that, uh, I think people should take turns. I think if one person's paying the bill, one person should offer to do the tip. I really think it's a, you know, this is a, a joint effort. That was very, very with the times sort of answer. You got to be with the times. We're, we're in the times. I'll take a shot to that. <laughs> Let's have one. Whoever asked for the date. Like, yeah, you're inviting somebody. Good old boy, Jigger Whiskey and Rye. This, this will be the day that I die. Sing it, buddy. This will be the day that I die. Ow! Mommy was back. Yeah. Ow. But, but screaming, this will be the day that I die, <laughs> yeah. is probably not looking not up ideal. for money. Yeah. If it's a first date, I would say the guy. And... What about continual dates after that? I would pick up a tab here and there, full tab. But after the first date, I would usually do a, a bar and at least get drinks on me. That's a good little package deal right there. I like that. Alcohol over food. If you're invited to go out and eat, the person who did the invitation should pay for the ticket. But I think that it shows good manners to offer to pay for the tip. And that can be either way. If the woman offers to take to lunch, then she pays, and the guy can offer to do the tip. How did you not at least come up with the punchline, just the tip? You're yeah. talking to her about this for five minutes. Because drunk, Kevin. Okay, that's a good answer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a spicy one. Oh. Monty. Oh, Monty. I can't tell you. I've told you this probably in the past before, uh, that I, I, was, I hadn't seen you in a while, but this time... I thought you hated me. No, man. Never, man. Are you serious, man? I love you, Monty. Very much. I love you, man. All right, so today's question, Monty, is 
if I can think of it. Do you, who picks up the tab after a first date or after a meal? Uh, oh, uh, specifically a first date. <laughs> These questions are just getting so much worse. <laughs> worse and worse. He's just figuring it out it. word by word as he goes. Yeah, it's like he's never heard the question before. <laughs> this is what a complicated push and pull relationship Beerbug has with Monty. Agreed. They're circling each other. I can't tell whether it's love or hate. Oh, it's, it's a murder suicide waiting to happen. Oh, it's love. Of course, uh, in my case, with a girl, right? <laughs> well, of course, I, I do. Or a guy, whatever whatever your preference is, Monty. But no. Right, right. With all respect to everybody, of well, course. And, but I hear, I hear you have a hot girlfriend. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, baby. Hey, Muggs, uh, could you move closer to the music <laughs> so that we can't hear you at all? It was karaoke night. They blast that. By the way, Woke Monty. Woke, woke Monty. Woke Monty. Yeah. Yeah, that's very, very good point. So what's your policy on that whole picking up the, picking up the bill thing? Picking up the bill. I do a slide smooth and nobody knows and it's done. Every time, baby? It has to be that one, right? Every time, baby? <laughs> Who says that? that? Who says, baby? Every time, baby? <laughs> yeah, every time, baby. You are Casanova, Monty, and every guy should follow your rule book. Now, if the lady wants to buy me a drink, now that's a different story, man. Dilly dilly! Yeah, man. You are delicious, man, Monty. <laughs> I love you, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. You're so, a delicious man. Just so you guys know, I left tickets for Monty to come to April Fool's. Oh, did you? And oh. How'd he do? Didn't even show up. <laughs> really? Didn't show up. I love a surprise. So, yep. <laughs> well done, Monty. Thank you. He's already drunk as a skunk, but people are glad he came. Beer mug wants to go where everyone knows his name. Oh, 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 wow. It's Kevin and B. K-U Rock Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Bean, you were telling us uh, a story about an interaction that you had with two girls. Let's get to it. Deep sigh. I was trying to tell you the story, but then you were all yelling at me as if somehow I were the Louisiana Creeper, all which right. I am not. All right. We're going to try and let you get through it, and be, okay. we're, we're going to judge it again with fresh eyes. Okay. And if you could talk directly into my collar, uh, it's where the microphone <laughs> is. Uh, I actually have a microphone. Just oh, that's have to surreptitiously oh, okay. record it. Right. Okay. When I was in Los Angeles last week for my tattoo and the uh, April Foolish's show... I had occasion to sample some of the great cuisine in Southern California. I know a lot of people, they make fun of the the restaurants in L.A. compared to cities like New York. But I'm telling you that I went to a sandwich place. It doesn't sound fancy, but it was amazing. It's called Subway. Now, Subway is on Wilshire Boulevard. Oh, is it tough to get a reservation there? Or no, no, you can just walk in. I was stunned. I thought, how could this place be this good? Yet you don't have to call in advance. Mm -hmm. It was near the hotel where I was staying, and I walked into the subway. And as I was waiting in line, there were two—I'll say it, 
attractive young ladies yeah. who came in after me who were in line right right behind me. <laughs> they were in their 20s and they were did I mention they were attractive? Yeah. Wow. And they were they were obviously foreign, mm-hmm. okay? They were speaking to each other in a language that was not English. Yes. Okay. That was a clue to me that they were foreign, bang, bang, okay? Bang, bang. So far you're on track. Okay, so they were speaking. Now, I stood there, and I just want you to know, Kevin, you were making fun of me for <laughs> Our You Negro of the Galaxy, the out, the outburst I made at the April Foolishes show when I was referring to a, a listener's Twitter handle, and yeah. I just blurted it out without continue, con, you know, considering the wider context of how it could be misinterpreted. This was not one of those cases. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, ch- I checked myself before I wrecked myself, and I thought, <laughs> I wonder what language they're speaking. I am interested in finding out what that language is. But if I ask them, am I now creepy, invading into the, in their space because they are attractive young women who are tourists in our country? Giddy up. <laughs> Which, by the way, I, I think I deserve some credit for thinking it through like yeah, that. Yeah, by the way, yes. Because mm-hmm. in, in, in the bean? old days, they tattoo being... Pre-tattoo beam would have just been all over them. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But I stopped and I thought, I wonder what language they're speaking, but should I ask them? And I considered it and then I thought, you know what? I'm not doing anything creepy. I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm I'm genuinely curious what language they're speaking. I am going to ask them. So okay. I said, excuse me, is that a Scandinavian language? And they said, no, it's German. I said, oh, okay, thank you. And that was it. Mm-hmm. Now, Allie, you made it sound like you thought I was I would come across as no, a guy no. in a van. No, here's the thing. You're completely changing this because when you initially told us the story, you said these two women, I could tell they were from a different country. And I thought, mm-hmm. oh, I don't want to be creepy if I ask them to which I said, Bean, were they hot? And you said, well, yeah, but that's. Why the f- you lying? <laughs> Why you always lying? Oh my God. Stop f***ing lying. Well, what am so, I changing? I, you're in this changing telling, it I said now. they were hot too. Exactly. So now you're changing the whole thing. So that was your thought. Like, I don't want to creep them out. And my point was when you didn't say they were hot or not. I said, were they hot? Your response was yes. And I said, the only reason that you tuned in to two women speaking a different language, if they weren't hot, you would have paid them no mind. That's absurd. Good night, sir. I rest That's my absurd. case. <laughs> no, because the point was not what the, I wasn't talking about or even thinking about their their looks and their incredible attractiveness. But you just said in this version of the story, I don't want two women to think I'm hitting on them if I ask them this question. You because wouldn't. You can't, be, yes, I yeah, would have did, because yeah. I would feel like if I, as, a, as an older guy, mm-hmm. albeit handsome and youthful looking, as an older guy, if I were to start speaking to any two women, yes. they would think I was coming on to them. And nothing could have been further from the but truth. Not, it, the, not, not, the, not, not the uglies. Yeah, not, Even the uglies. No. 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 Oh, the heinous is no. Yeah, you they would pay the uglies no mind. Just checking what time it is or <laughs> where the closest gas station is. They know those are real questions. <laughs> <laughs> exactly my point. No, but I disagree completely. I absolutely would have had the, fa- the same thought process and I would have asked the exact same question had they been the heinouses. I really would have. No. I have a question. Because I was only... 
only genuinely interested in the language they were speaking. Isn't German relatively easy to yes, pick out? Yes, it's guttural. It's <laughs> and, he's saying, <laughs> and he's saying it was with beautiful Scandinavian language. No, you weren't even listening to what they were saying. You were just of course I you was. Were looking at two hot chicks. You knew it was a different language, and you're like, here's my in. Is that Scandinavian? I, wonder, I was wondering if the one who was 5'10 or the one who was 5'11 was going to answer back. That's what I was wondering. <laughs> I mean... Um, no, it wasn't like that at all. I mean, mm-hmm. it was the opposite of that, Kevin. What I'm saying to you is I was going out of my way to not be creepy. And here Allie is figuring out a way to still make me look like the bad man. I'm not sure it's Allie's fault. No, thank you, Mr. Pecker. <laughs> Jensen, what about you? What's your thought on this? Help me out here. You're, you're, you've are you're usually I, got my back. Yes, I think that you, in the end, by you being like, thank you, and slowly backing away after <laughs> they've answered it, probably made them more comfortable. But I think the fact that you weren't wearing pants in a subway mm-hmm. is also problematic. That is odd. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I just, I, I, listen, I think, I think it's creepy in a sense that I don't think you would have asked if they were heinouses. Thank you. Of course but, I would. No, no. That but, is my old point. But I do think you did all of the correct things when asking. You asked a question, you were just, you know, then you sort of backed it off. Which is growth. It is for him, yes. But, right? Uh, guys, we none of us want to be at the point where you can't ask a stranger in a public place an innocent question. No, you did that right. W- without double checking. You did without- that right. I'm just saying that if they were ugly, you wouldn't have had that question. Because he wouldn't even have been thinking I'm being creepy because why would I hit on these women? They're ugly. And he would have been like, why am I even here? This subway is for ugly. Exactly. He's like, that sandwich artist isn't even good. (laughs) Oh, is there an attractive subway? I will go there next time. (laughs) Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. Hey, sexy. What language are you speaking there? Yeah, I'm sure that's how it went. Pretty good. Um, Here's the thing that I wanted to mention but didn't have time. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's a super weird thing about Bean Mm -hmm. that when people don't know him and he hasn't spoken to them, Mm -hmm. when we would get in an elevator, Mm -hmm. if there are women in an elevator, I could sense that they hated him. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, my God. Without speaking. No. And I was like, wow, he didn't even say a word. Just tense right up? Just puts the vibe out there, I think. Allie, did you hate me the first time you met me? I did not. Okay. It wasn't but in an you, elevator, you were, to be fair. Were, but you were also familiar with me from the radio, too. Sure, Kevin's, sure. I think, talking about strangers. Str- right? Yeah, which is even worse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We, we're off on All a right. bad uh, tangent here. Let's uh, let's talk about Ali. Tell me about uh, LaShawn McCoy. Apparently, he uh, stepped in it this week, right? He did. He wound up tweeting... On Friday, which a lot and of he's people... he's a Buffalo Bill, right? Yeah, he's a Buffalo okay. Bill player. He's... He goes by uh, Shady McCoy, and he did the shadiest thing when on Friday he decided to tweet major spoilers for Avengers Endgame, which for a lot of people, that was the day it came out. They had not yet seen it. And when I say major spoilers, a major spoiler. And then he didn't even stop there. He was like, well, let me explain this further in a video. So major spoiler, and then attached a video explaining why he thought that it shouldn't have happened this way. Should have been different, and here's how. People were irate. And this was when 99% of the people hadn't had the chance to see it. Right. Okay. So that seems bad. Yes. People should have been irate. Absolutely. But then, but now we get into the point where... Seems like everyone's seen it. I know that's not true, but it mm-hmm. seems like it. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about it today. Spoilers, right? right? And we no. shouldn't be talking right, about it. Right, I no. agree, but how long? We shouldn't be given spoilers. How long? Look, this is a movie that is going to be 
in the theaters, and people will be seeing it for months, okay? Right. Now, I think there is a point somewhere between the afternoon it's released and six months from now (laughs) where it should be safe to talk about it. Yes. The question, the hard question for people is it's not going to be the same for everybody. Like how, when, when is it, when are you a dick for starting to talk about it? Well, I think especially when we do it on the radio, we say spoiler alert. If you don't want to know about this, we are going to talk about spoilers when we talk about stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I think you should probably do that on all of your social media as Mm -hmm. well. Like, if he had said major spoilers, a lot of people mm-hmm. wouldn't have read the rest of it. Yeah, right. but, like, at this point, the crying game, it's a dude. What? You know what I mean? Jensen. I'm just Thanks, saying. Jensen. I was going to see that this weekend. Like, at what, at what time do you just say you've seen it? Like, yeah. it, to me, television deserves a full week. No. It does. Okay, so I, Game of Thrones. I think for the Sunday next night. the next episode should have to air mm-hmm. for you to talk about the last one. Absolutely well, Kevin, incorrect. I don't hate that. No, if you're on Twitter, which is a site where people discuss things in real oh, time. I'm talking about in person. I'm saying like oh, we're, we're all hanging out and talking. Oh. Well, that's totally different. On Twitter, I, you can't control it. Stay off Twitter. Absolutely my point with spoilers, and that's what a lot of people are so irate about. If you are watching something like a Game of Thrones, it airs on Sunday, and you are not watching the East Coast version, why are you on Twitter? You deserve yeah. everything you get. Wrong. And I can answer that question. Wrong. I can answer that question. You're on Twitter because you think that people shouldn't be dicks and post things before a lot of people have had the opportunity to see it, with the exception of live events. Yeah, but and it's I the same we website. All agree yeah, that it, live events. Live are events. Different. Right. But agreed. It, this is also Twitter, where like you know Nazis roam free. This is uh, the Wild uh, yeah. West. And I I think on Twitter, it's happening in real time, whether you're the East Coast feed or the West Coast feed. If you do not want to see it, stay off Twitter. At the very least, mute words, mute, you know, Game of Thrones, mute the main characters' names so you don't see it in your feed. But honestly, if you do not have the willpower to stay off social media, it's on you. I disagree. Yeah, I I disagree. Me too. And I think that you're a dick if you go on Twitter and post a major plot point of a TV Agreed. show. No or, one's no one's yeah, arguing yeah, with that. Because, they're a dick. But there are dicks and they're going to do that. Yeah, and but what no, Ellie's saying is just don't go where but, people are going to do that. But what I'm talking about is companies like The Ringer and Barstool Sports who are posting major plot points video of them before the West Coast feeds even air. Like what is the point because of they're that? Li- basically because they're live tweeting. Yeah. No, it, but, it's but, a but, live but, but they shouldn't. Like you could talk around it and talk about the episode without giving. You don't have to be that jerk. And just because like you want to get the story out first and be the first one to comment on something wrong. That's their job, though. That is their job, and their engagement is what they're making money off I of. nothing without my following. <laughs> <laughs> but couldn't their engagement be a link in a tweet or in a post on Instagram? A link that would then go to details for that those who chose to go into it? Why does it have to be given up? Why do you have to see it as you scroll? I exactly. Guess you don't is. have to see it. Stay off the Internet. I think what Ali is factoring in, and I believe this as well, is that most people are fine and they're good people and they're not going to tweet about it. Other people, a smaller but, group, are a-holes and they are no matter what anyone says. So then I agree with Ali. At that point, if they're going to do that, then just, right. it's not that hard to stay Devil's off. advocate. All right. And for real, this is how I feel. 
if I'm watching the finale of Sopranos back mm-hmm. in the day, mm-hmm. or or Barry this last week, mm-hmm. which was crazy and insane, <laughs> I, if you hashtag Barry or whatever it is, mm-hmm. I want to talk about it in real time when I'm seeing it. That's right. part of Twitter's appeal, absolutely. Which is technically a spoiler, absolutely. So I. I disagree with what Dave and Kevin are saying. Like I should be able to freely tweet about it. It is real-time engagement the, on something Twitter. that is happening. That is the point of this website. But other websites, I agree with you about like posting it on CNN. It should say spoiler alert, all those things. But the site that, that, that promises you real-time reaction is going to give you real-time reaction. 100%. So it, that, that's why it's sort of on me to avoid spoilers. Or stay away but from that most, one site. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yes, but for most, instance, pe- yeah, go ahead. most people don't watch, many people, I should say, don't watch a show live, though. Right. Especially nighttime yeah. shows. A lot of people watch them the next day. Right. Right? right? You know what? Like, I, I don't watch. Like, go ahead. Killing Eve, for instance, is mm-hmm. a perfect example. I think that's a show you and I usually watch on Mondays, Absolutely. Right? You know what I, I do? I don't want to know what happens on Sunday night. And neither do I. So I mute Killing Eve. I mute Killing. I mute Eve. <laughs> I mute Villanelle. Every single Sunday afternoon, that I mute those words. for the rapper words. Eve. Yeah, really. I'm not getting, I'm not getting <laughs> any single. of her tweets. But if I, if I really didn't want something spoiled... I wouldn't go online. All right, let's take your phone calls. 1-800-520-1067. There's two kinds of spoilers, and there are other sites as well, as far as Instagram and other Facebook. Yeah. Um, what should the rules be on a TV show, like Game of Thrones Sunday? What should the rules be with a movie? Which Dave, Dave, you have a policy. I have a policy. Three days for a TV show, one week for a movie. There's a reason why I went at 10.45 on a Thursday before everyone saw it. But one week in a movie doesn't... Are you allowing the full second weekend for someone to see it? I would think if you're going a week, you would. Well, seven days from the release date. Okay, fine. I'm down. Yeah, Yeah, I get it. All right, so 1-800-520-1067. What kind of rules should we have about spoilers and uh, how do you avoid it? Don't be a Stop reporting me, bro. Right? That's the Here's the thing. People that say, I don't want to go online and be spoiled, you're saying that my timeline is more important than your timeline. Sure, you watched it, but I'm super busy and I'm too cool and I can't watch it in the same amount of time. I'm more important. No, you're not. Stay off Twitter. It's so simple to stay (sighs) off Twitter. It is a real-time website. Absolutely. Which discusses things in real time. What happened? Yeah, and if you don't want to see some weird forward about Republicans, don't go on Facebook. Exactly. <laughs> That's what they're there for. All right, 1-800-520-1067. We'll take a quick break. We'll come right back. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Let's take one phone call. Let's make it Anna in Fountain Valley. Good morning, Anna. We're talking about spoilers. How long do you have to wait? Hi. So Hi. I think for TV shows, you should at least wait 24 hours, especially a show like Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And and then, like, um, it's... Does it matter to you? Because I watch it on on HBO streaming, so I don't even get it until about 11 o'clock our time. Does it matter to you if it's Facebook or Instagram or Twitter? Like, are they different in any way, or everybody should just give it a day? I agree with Ali. I think Twitter is more, like, live. But I think especially, I think what you were saying, the link would definitely be better than just posting it right on your tweet. Okay, so what is your theory on movies? I think at least like two weeks because I still haven't seen Avengers and dodging spoilers. Is oh, not can I tell you? Oh, just kidding. Do not. <laughs> she steps on Ant Man. It's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so two weeks. Two so weeks for movies. To say that. 
Two weeks for movies. By the way, I forgive. Uh, f- please forgive me if somebody did step on Ant Man. That was totally a joke. I don't know if that <laughs> he hasn't seen it. <laughs> All right, so two weeks for uh, for movies and uh, twenty four hours for TV shows. That's what Anna says. Thank you for the call. We appreciate you listening. Don't spoil the end game. Don't do it. Don't spoil the end game. I'm watching you. Don't spoil the end game. I'm watching you. Seriously. Don't spoil the end game. I mean, it's good audio. <laughs> it's worth our time, I think. I can't believe you spoiled that audio. I need. I've been holding on to that for months, waiting to hear it. So you watch every Marvel movie in the universe for eleven years. You walk. You're walking into film number twenty-two, Endgame, and yeah. somebody screams at you. And we saw this in the news over the weekend. Somebody screams spoilers from the film he's just come out of to you, who's going into it. They beat the hell out of that guy, didn't Rightfully they? Rightfully so. We're talking about spoiler alerts here on the Kevin Bean Show. How long is it okay during a TV show, for instance, to tweet about it? Is it on the person who's on social media to stay away from it? How long after a movie like Endgame can you start discussing it openly without worrying about spoiling it? That's the topic on the Kevin Bean Show. One eight hundred five two zero one zero. Let me ask one qualifying question: mm-hmm. Is is it sure. okay to tweet about, say, in the day when Walking Dead was the biggest thing in the world, and you would watch it? There was an East Coast feed; I would watch that, but I would wait until the West Coast feed, and then I would say spoilers. No, is that, that, you don't need to write spoilers on Twitter. It's a, it's a real-time real time website. It's what you do. That's what the site's I, whole But I'm saying I'm trying to help people not... I disagree no, that's great with of you. Jensen and Allie, and I also say to Kevin, and I told you this at the time, on a tweet, you read a whole tweet <laughs> in one second with your eye. The word spoiler alert is seen just as easily as the words mm, that come after. You read way faster than me. <laughs> Let's go to Courtney. Not She's to sound it out. She's up next to the Kevin and Bean show. Courtney, you disagree with many people in this room. What's on your mind? Um, well, I have a lot to say because I have personally experienced a lot of this. And I have to say for Endgame, people have been very quiet. And I've been very impressed by that. Mm-hmm. But I am so glad that I don't watch Game of Thrones because, dear God, it's been <laughs> spoilers everywhere. And it is so horrendous. I'm like, wow, that's. What do you so mean bad. it's so like, horrendous? There was a morning talk show on um, in my break room at work, and they said spoilers, and then they just went into it. And I was like, what on earth? And so many people in the room were so upset because they Wait just a sec. Hold it. on a second. In defense of this unnamed morning talk show, and by the way, <laughs> shame on you for it not being Kevin Amin. If somebody says spoilers, then they're allowed to say whatever they want because you've been warned to not listen yeah, if, but you if you don't want to get spoiled. But if you're at there work. Was no time. There was no time for anybody to run out of the room. It was just like, spoilers, this is what happened on Game of Thrones. This is why these guys on KNX are dicks in the morning. It was a morning TV show. It's a morning TV show. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, But the guy who got beat up absolutely deserved it. This is a movie that people have been waiting for for years. Agreed. I think think he deserved it. I don't think maybe it should happen, but I think he did deserve it. That's a ridiculous thing to do. All right. Thank you for the call. We very much appreciate your listening. All right. We have a complaint on uh, line five with Allison. She says... We're guilty of spoiler alerts. Mm-hmm. Hey, Allison. Hey, guys. So I don't have any social media. Okay. I wake up in the morning, and all I hear is Jon Snow dies. I have not seen any Game of Thrones yet. I was waiting for 
the season to start to binge watch the whole thing. Okay, hold up. Hold up. <laughs> so you're saying you haven't started the series yet, not just mm-hmm. this season. So yeah. episode one of season one you haven't watched yet. <laughs> Well, I started watching it when the season started, but that was after I was already spoiled. Oh, I have terrible news about so many things for you. <laughs> Harry Potter, Rosebud's a sled, right. so, so many wait, things. So you, so you heard us in the recap leading up to the final season, you heard us make reference to a plot point from like three seasons ago, and now you're mad at us. I have no idea when that happens. All right. I, it was like three right seasons ago. You guys, okay. we need to we need to be more aware of where Allison is in her viewing <laughs> as to not spoil season three of Game of Thrones. <laughs> Allison, <laughs> get off my Beat it. Luke and Leia are brother and sister, Allison. <laughs> Good Lord. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. First, Allie's got what's happening here on a Tuesday. Who amongst us has CBS All Access? I don't. Nope. Don't I don't think. No, I don't. All right. Well, uh, Twilight Zone is returning for more episodes. It just received a second season from CBS All Access. I thought we had discussed somebody in the room getting the CBS All Access because I got they the couldn't free thing wait and then, didn't, and then didn't care enough to renew. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because that show wasn't what you thought it was going to be. Yeah. It didn't it didn't push me to? I mean, it, in this world of uh, packages and mm-hmm. things that I got to purchase, it didn't push me. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, if yeah, you, as you know, guys. Yeah. Too much TV. Too yeah. much TV. Too much got TV. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and yeah, the first one was on YouTube too, mm-hmm. so you could watch that and kind of make your decision. The second and third, and was uh-huh. like, you know what? I'm not going to renew this. Interesting. But I do think CBS All Access. I think every one of these things is going to have. TV shows that you have to make the decision about. Right. right. Which I think, yeah, with Star Trek Discovery and Twilight Zone, that's kind of, those were the two draws for yes. CBS All Access. Mm-hmm. All right. Jensen and is the, out. Uh, and the, uh, the, the the good wife or the good the life. Good or the good fight. The good fight. Yes. That's another one that a lot of people love. <laughs> mm-hmm. I am uh, looking at their lineup. They also have a show called Why Women Kill. All of a sudden, very interested in CBS All Access. I'm going to check you that out. Alley. Yeah. You guys, is Bill Clinton getting ready to take his words of wisdom to the airwaves? Is it possible he's about to spill some tea? He taking bean spot? At, oh, 1600 <laughs> Pennsylvania Avenue. According to documents obtained by The Blast, a trademark application was just filed by the Bill Hillary and Chelsea Clinton Foundation in Arkansas for a podcast titled, Why Am I Telling You This? The filing states that the title will be used for, quote, downloadable podcasts in the field of creating global economic opportunity, improving public health, inspiring civic engagement and service, and the presidency of William J. Clinton. Unclear if President Clinton plans on hosting the podcast himself or will just be providing content and occasional quips about his presidency. Hmm. It'd be funny if they had like Lauren Lapkus on and Adam Scott and just sort of like did the normal podcast. <laughs> totally normal. Yeah. I love Weird it. Weird Al is my guest today. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I think oh, it's going to be so I... sad when he's like, you guys, do you have a mattress that you need fixed? <laughs> Bill Clinton doing me undies. Yeah. Ew. He's like, I like to listen to my books oh. on 
audible. So <laughs> creepy. I do not want I, uh, him talking about me undies. I will absolutely uh, listen to that because I am fascinated with the, the ins and outs of the presidency. Mm-hmm. But I also, if I were Bill Clinton, mm-hmm. how do I phrase this? I don't think he has received the full brunt of the Me Tooism that Mm-mm. he deserves, Mm-mm. and I feel like I would continue to lay low. Yeah, yeah. If I were Bill Clinton, I yeah. feel like once he pops his head up, people are going to go, "Hey, look at the reaction to other people who have done less than you have compared to what you got away with." And anytime he talks about women or anything like that, yes. people are going to be listening closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it is called. And he's kind of asking for it, is what I'm saying. Uh, why am I telling you this? Right. Why am I telling you I'm a complete <laughs> creeper, and you were all right, totally right, and I got away with murder? Maybe murder? that's uh, well, okay. you know, interesting stuff right there, you guys. This is crazy. The next installment of the Harry Potter franchise may not include their embattled star Johnny Depp. Again, The Blast is reporting, while Fantastic Beast 3 has been given a premiere date of November 12th, 2021, Depp has not yet been approached to star. Cancelled. He is God's gift. The oh, well, I, site... I just wanted to say I didn't say that. <laughs> the site has been told that Depp has a contract throughout the five-film franchise, but his option for each picture is handled separately. So he signs for the five films, right. and then they kind of go and decide... Each one, if they're gonna keep him, they don't need him. Happening, he's she, a solid, solid uh, person. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. She, uh, she has J.K. Rowling has stood mm-hmm. up for him mm-hmm. numerous times, mm-hmm. and I would think this could be the last stand. But let's see. We see that so chap over there? Okay. Get your hand off my penis! This is the bike who got me on the penis before. <laughs> it's not Johnny Depp. Right? Are you saying to replace under. Johnny Depp with the with that guy? De, de, what is it? Democracy Manifest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he passed away. Uh, I think two thousand. Bring him back. Really? Yeah. CGI. Okay. I like it. Excellent. Remember, people all uh, up in an uproar on Sunday because they they couldn't really see Game of Thrones. The battle scenes. It was a little too dark. Yeah. For them, like literally too dark for them. So, for, and by the way, not for. 45 seconds. Yeah. I mean, for, most of the episode. Yeah, for large chunks <laughs> of the episode. Well, Fabian Wagner, who's a cinematographer who's worked on a bunch of iconic Game of Thrones episodes, defended it to TMZ, saying that fans may have been watching the show in a bright room where it was supposed to be watched in a theater-like darkness, adding, quote, we tried to give the viewers and fans a cool episode to watch. I know it wasn't too dark because I shot it. Oh, God. Oh, Fabian. Wow. Calm your teeth. I heard somebody else from them saying, oh, uh, it's, if you don't have a great TV, right. it just doesn't handle the blacks as right. well. And so the color is going to be a little <laughs> that bit sounds off. sounds racist, Kevin. <laughs> what? Oh, really color racist. black, I'm saying. Okay. So that was made for that. So if you don't have that good of a TV, maybe oh. that's your TV's problem. What if Game of Thrones is like, mm, sorry, you're poor. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Did you just have to turn up, like, what is it, like the contrast? Is that what it was? I couldn't and see it. And would you even know where the contrast is on your brightness, TV? Brightness, I that think. Yeah, the I brightness. Would, I would do brightness, but I I don't know. I don't... So are you watching in, in pitch darkness? No. Okay. Who Some does? video games have you do, like, a thing at the beginning where they test your TV. They're like, keep pressing up or down until yeah, you I like can that. see That's this That's fine. But, but they're testing your TV so it works on your TV. That's yes. not what happened here. No. Well. Too dark. Yeah. Fabian Wagner. It wasn't too dark because I shot it. Yeah, it's not, it's not his fault. It's our fault. Apparently. Absolutely. Look, wow. we're just trying to sit down and watch TV shows. Right? <laughs> right? Don't All make it difficult. Do. We should have to jump through hoops. <laughs> oh, some birthdays for you. 
Kirsten Dunst, Johnny Galecki, Kunal Nayar, Gal Gadot, and Travis Scott. And that's what's happening. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. 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 Q. Quick reminder, if you were not with us yesterday, you missed the announcement about the annual K-Rock Weenie Roast and Luau. We are taking it to the beach this time, which is going to be a completely different vibe. Super fun, I think. <laughs> it's a Weenie State so, Beach. So what? smooth. Yeah. It's a different vibe. <laughs> it is a different vibe. I mean, you know, being at the beach just feels good, right? Agreed. Doheny State Beach in Dana Point. Uh, Lumineers are top of the bill. 311 Silver Sun Pickups, The Revivalist, Catfish and the Bottleman, Ex-Ambassadors, a couple of great new bands, Flora Cash and the duo of Smith and tell out of sweden and the regrets who are super super fun too it's going to be a fun day exclusive pre-sale for k-rock street team members thursday at 10 a.m and uh friday at 10 a.m for the public you can get all the details at k-rock.com make sure to join us it's going to be a blast jensen came in yesterday and said hey um found some new music a new band for you guys and i am excited to present it to you do you think we're still taking submissions for the uh weenie roast i hope so okay then i have someone that i'd like to throw into the mix uh I, every year, look at the lineup for the gathering of the Juggalos. Sure. Mm-hmm. It's you, kind you've of been a, there. I have performed there. I've been there. It's a tradition to look it over and say, who don't I know on right. this one? Okay. And who should I know about? Okay. And this year, one name stood out for me, especially as the fast food correspondent here. But I'd like to introduce you to Max Sabbath. Uh, <laughs> I have seen them. Okay. They are awesome. brilliant. Uh, I researched and found out that they may be my new favorite band. They are a heavy metal cover band out of L.A., local. So maybe even for L.A. locals. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, this could be something huge for this station. Okay, They take on. all of the lyrics and imagery from Black Sabbath, okay. and they make it about McDonald's. That, <laughs> I mean, that's right. That's pretty strong. Every lyric from a Black Sabbath song is turned into a parody to incorporate fast food. They've anointed themselves the kings of drive through metal. They formed back in 2014, and they're actually pretty good musicians. Uh, so, for example... They've been doing this for five years? Yes. And they're this just, wasn't a one-time-only bit? No, and I'm bringing them to K-Rock now. Uh, so, for example, Paranoid turns into Parabuns. Iron Man turns into Frying Pan. Sweet Beef, Sweet Leaf. Mm-hmm. Never Say Die is now Never Say Diet. Symptom of the Universe. That makes sense, is zipping up the uniform. Now the band themselves, uh, they dress up for every show. Okay. Okay. The lead singer, uh, who goes by Ronald Osborne, dresses as a bloody, demented Ronald McDonald. His makeup is put on haphazardly. He looks bloody. Uh, it's perfect. Co- costumes homemade. It's actually terrifying. The guitarist name is Slayer McCheese. That's he's, my friend's friend. He's wearing <laughs> he's wearing a huge Mayor McCheese head, uh-huh. like a, like a costume. Tusks are coming out of that. Mm-hmm. No explanation why. Excellent. The bassist is Grimalis, uh, who is a full modified Grimace costume, head to toe. Full. I guess you'd call them like a furry. Sure. Uh, head to toe, but his his face is sort of demented. Okay. All right. Then there's the drummer. That's Cat Burglar, who's also known as Peter Chris Cut Fries, and that's because he's a perfect matchup. A perfect matchup of Peter Chris and the Hamburglar. Again, no explanation. This uh, sounds like a scary version of Slipknot. It's oh, but more loving for kids, maybe. <laughs> uh, and the costumes are very high budget. Are you ready for the music? Yes, please. Okay. This first one is Parabuns, and it's to the tune of Paranoid. And let me bring you up to speed as to what the lyrics you'll be hearing are. Okay. Drink a Coke and supersize your order and get extra fries. Happiness your child will feel when he eats his Happy Meal. And so as you hear these words of our Mm. processed cows and birds where you don't need a fork or knife. Play the song! Drink a Coke and supersize your 
imagine that at a beach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, their next song is just as good. And get ready for, I mean, you'll know the tune, but get ready for the ending, which is my new catchphrase. I mean, if this doesn't say Weenie Roast, what does? <laughs> the band members completely live the gimmick. They never do interviews outside of their characters. They all have ridiculous backstories that involve, like, coming from Mars or whatever it is. Their live show involves, obviously, the costumes, but also visual effects. It's bonkers. You can see them live <laughs> June 8th at the Concert Lounge in Riverside or June 9th at St. Rock in Hermosa Beach. on the same That's day as the, the Weenie Roast. Oh, don't go to that. How are don't, we supposed to? What? Don't go to that one. <laughs> go to the 9th. Uh, also, Jensen, how is McDonald's not suit them yet. Uh, because it's parody, man. You can't go after any of these people. That's this is, awesome. They're playing around. But also, while I was researching, more importantly, I found another band. Oh. And I thought about making this another mm-hmm. feature down the road, but I, I can't hold it in anymore. Okay. They've opened for a metalcore band called Oakley Dokley. That's inspired by the Simpsons character, Ned Flanders. They all dress as Ned Flanders, and they only use Flanders quotes as lyrics. All right, that's it. Have a great day, guys. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. Right? Right? I mean, that's the kind of high quality entertainment you get on the Comedy Bang Bang podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Director, comedian, actor, writer, producer, and if I remember correctly, Emmy winner, Scott Arthur? Oh, two time Emmy winner, but who's. Who can count up to two? Oh my gosh! Hi guys. Hello. That was so crazy how you were all singing along to that fun song and just like yeah, in unison. That's the behind the scenes stuff that you don't hear. Yeah, Yeah. we do. Arm in arm. Are you famous enough that if you, God forbid, you passed away, would you make it? How do you start an interview with that? I can already tell you no, just from Are you famous? (laughs) Are you famous enough that if you passed away, God forbid, you would be in the memoriam segment? He would one hundred percent be in the in memoriam. I, he won an Emmy. So? Yes. I think so. I yes. mean, you know, when I was, I, I wrote on the Emmys for a year when Andy Samberg uh, hosted mm-hmm. and uh, our our friend Harris Whittles, who had just passed away, we, we were like uh, actually trying to angle to get him into the in memoriam. And luckily he was already in it. But yeah. it, that's it's one of those weird things where they exclude some people. That is strange. And they, yes. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'd like I'd like to think so. Make it, Scott. Thanks, buddy. (laughs) Bean, I'm so glad that I'm in here before you leave. (laughs) I I feel like I'm supposed to be here to like sing you a song, like Bette Miller, Miller, or like we're up for a song. Go ahead. (laughs) Goodbye, Mr. Bean. You're traveling to the land of Ing. They call it Beanland, (laughs) where you'll hang out with the Queen. He's still got it, ladies and gentlemen. He's still got it. Now he just got out of the in memoriam. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm out. Scott, do you feel like you've done enough interviews this week? (laughs) Do you feel like you've done enough interviews on your podcast this week? Okay, so this is the 10th anniversary of the Comedy Bang Bang podcast, and I did Mm -hmm. it. Decided to have on all of our favorite guests from the past 10 years, and it turned into a 10-hour show. I went to part one. (laughs) 
<laughs> and it said five hours. You went some to it. I love you didn't listen no, to listened. it. You I went did, to it. I listened, I don't know, three and a half, four hours, which wow. really is pretty good. Yeah, that's for me. Not, yeah, that, really? Yeah, I can't but, believe it. Yes, but then that's longer a, than the Avengers. But then part two is also five hours. <laughs> yeah. It's too much. <laughs> it's too much. Uh, I don't expect anyone. Look, I'm here to promote it. I don't expect anyone to listen to it. Okay, but, good. Yeah, listen to a different episode. But I mean, not. I mean, podcasts you can listen to in segments. I mean, it's not yeah, like you have to listen to all in one time. We we did it really interestingly, where we did like 20, 20 minutes at a time segments. It's just stretched out over over ten hours. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Okay, but did you actually, in fact, like you said at the beginning of the podcast, I listened about the first forty minutes or so. <laughs> yeah. did, Bean, you're the fan, right? <laughs> right. I'm the fan. No, but I have a big road trip coming up, and I'm going to. Oh. Listen to the rest of it. How about that? Are you driving uh, to where you're going to live? <laughs> no, it's a separate trip, but I am driving 3,000 miles next week. So I wow. definitely Woo-hoo. take you along for company. But here's my question for you. Yeah. Did you do, truthfully, as you said at the beginning of the podcast, you sent out an email blast basically to everybody you ever met and said, I'm doing this show from this hour to this hour. Anyone can come on by. And you actually taped the whole thing in one day? Now, Ben, you're in show business. Right. You, right. Know, you know how things actually work. Right? Showbiz adjacent. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're because I thought that was brilliant if you were really going to try to pull that off and do it all in one day. Uh, yeah, I did, ma'am. Thanks oh, for thinking wow, I'm that's brilliant. Really great. Scott, it was so adorable this morning. He said, yeah, he just opened it up and said, hey, if you're listening, come on by. Swing by. We'll do <laughs> an interview. In and I was like, way, yeah. oh, Bean. You're no, adorable, Bean. Yeah, thank I you think, so much. And I also just tapped him. I was like, I think he may have recorded it over amount of time. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, he said. No, nope, he invited I showbiz. I have never lied on that show. Yeah. <laughs> Literally all I he does. I want to believe you guys. I want to yeah. believe. Let's let Bean believe you guys. Okay. Yeah. yeah let's give it to him. It really is. Paul like a, F. Who's, Tompkins yeah, it's a who's is who, your, man. Paul F. Tompkins is your most popular guest with over a hundred and fifty appearances right. on Comedy Bang. Yeah, out of six hundred episodes, he's done a quarter of them. Wow. wow, that's astonishing. Yeah. Who is your favorite guest, though? Wow. Um, well, of course, I have to say Paul F. Tompkins because I went on tour with him three times or two two times, two and a half times. Uh, he's mm-hmm. great. He's he's so amazing. That's why I keep having him on all the time. But, you know, there's great people. Jason Manzukis, uh, I love, uh, who's in the upcoming John on? Wick 3. He plays the TikTok man. Unbelievable. <laughs> TikTok, Mr. Wick. Um, uh, Andy Daly, you know, th- that's the great thing about this show is, is we have so many, uh, you know, incredible comedians on playing characters. If you haven't heard the show, it's like me talking to regular celebrities like John Hamm. Uh, but then we also have comedians playing characters. So, you know, I mean, it's just over 10 years, there's been thousands of people on the show. There's so it's many just, great improvers. John yeah. Hamm was good and it was also an improver, which is just he yeah. rolled with whatever you were doing. Yeah, exactly. John's cool. like a super comedy fan yeah. who, who can act... He, he's he's a guy who can actually do it, right? You know, he's like not if, there to be interviewed; he's there to be part of it. Yes, if he wanted to be, he could have a totally separate career as an improv comedian, and he would be just as successful. <laughs> That's, That's annoying. The, the annoying thing about him is, is he takes those incredibly symmetrical looks <laughs> and then uses them for good. Yeah. I hate it. He also has we've discussed this before the best line ever on Between Two Ferns. Which Where? was the line? Well, I can't say it oh, on the air, but... Oh, yes. The f- yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you mean uh, in Ellie's a holding up her finger, yes. Yes, yes. And doing sort of a come-hither motion. Uh, it was on. It was <laughs> yeah, on, strange. yeah. But I'm just saying, <laughs> that, watch Is that the style that you enjoy? No, I, I don't know why I did it towards me. Now I'm creeped out myself. <laughs> you, you learned more about Ellie than you hoped yeah, to be. Interesting. Scott. All right. We all did. I think Andy Daly should be a huge star. He is great in everything he does. He's did on he Veep currently. That's what I was going to ask. Yes. Did, he, did he talk to you about what it's been like joining Veep for the final season? Well, you know... 
he did. He told he couldn't talk about it publicly, and he was very confused about at what point could he even tell anyone because they never even. Oh, said, is that right? Yeah, yeah. He was like, I'm. I have this huge arc on Veep right now, and I can't tell anybody. Just forever, he thinks. Yeah. So <laughs> he literally didn't. He thought it would have to air before he could say, "Oh, I'm on a few of them." But uh, about a week out, they announced that he was on it. But yeah, he's amazing. He's he's so he's great. Funny. He's great on it. Yeah, I think, I think Comedy Bang Bang is filled with that kind of talent, of people where you're like, why aren't you in everything? From people like Carl Tart or Lauren Lapkus. Uh, it's, if you are a diehard of the podcast, it's like you are writing for a few people. Like those yeah. people, When you see them show up, like John Wick, when Manzoukas pops up, any Comedy Bang Bang fan is going to like cheer. Right, and, and people like, you know, Ego Wodim, who's on mm-hmm. SNL right now. Like, you know, she'd been doing the show for uh, about uh, a couple of years before she got on SNL. So it, like, makes you root for her on SNL because you know how funny she is. And you're like, put her on more, yeah, put her on thing. more. And I've gotten being very much into Adomian, James Adomian. Oh, yeah, the best. Is the best. Great. And does the Tom Likas impression and yes. Jesse Ventura for and you. And Bernie Sanders now. He's yeah. he's going to have, uh, hopefully, another Trump versus Bernie oh, tour this year. his are ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, an amazing impressionist in, in character work. Yeah. Do you feel, Scott, and we got to take a break with Scott Ackerman, by the way. This Comedy Bang Bang podcast is available on the Earwolf Network. Uh, Ten hours for the latest episode, but uh, new episodes Don't every listen. Monday. Is that right? Every <laughs> Monday? Listen. Every Monday, yes. Do listen. Yeah. Um, do you feel like um, these people that you have on early, like Thomas Middleditch or Chelsea Pretty, and then they go off to have these amazing careers, do you feel like we do on the Kevin and Bean Show, which is we're the only ones with no talent, so we're left behind, and the people who can fly, <laughs> they, they get off the show well, and go off and make something of themselves? Yeah, a lot of people don't know that when they come to do the show, we sign a deal where I'm their agent manager. Oh, wow. so, oh yeah. smart. Yeah. So I, and I have a really sweetheart deal where it's a 50% deal, too. Oh, so, wow. yeah. so That seems better than average. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't oh, we yeah, think definitely. about that with Kimmel and Carolla, Kevin? Right. We would be rich yeah. right now. Oh, well, we're God. dumb. Being, we're dumb is the answer to that. Yeah. I mean, you uh, know. Yeah, you. I mean, you guys. Uh, hopefully, Kimmel gives you a little, like a little walking around money every. He once won't in even take our calls. Yeah, he won't he even take our calls. In two years. <laughs> Scott Ackerman is our guest. Jensen. Oh yeah, yeah. I a, can't wait. A, a quick break. More with our guests right after this at K Rock. Kevin and Bean on K Rock KROQ. Our friend Scott Ackerman in studio with us now. He is the host of Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast. Director, comedian, actor, writer, producer, uh, co-creator of the Earwolf uh, Network. Would you say? Yeah, mm-hmm. we started it. A uh, guy, Jeff Ulrich, and I. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You and, could just uh, jump into the new episode. It's 10 hours long. Yeah, yeah just jump in. It'll <laughs> give you a good view of what the show is. It's for the casual listener. By the, by the way, 10 years ago when we started, it was in the building next door. Is that right? Yeah. Really? So the same owners and the same elevators and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, this that is like coming Indy home for me. That was 103.1 back then, Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. It which started was, as a radio show. As an internet radio show. If you recall, K-Rock had already crushed them uh, uh-huh. ten, by the time uh, my show came on 10 years ago. So it was only on the internet. And... Uh, as a side thing, I would podcast it. Uh, and then I quickly found out how much more popular podcasts are than internet-only radio shows. <laughs> um, so it just kind of segued into that. But yeah, this is I haven't been back in this building for nine years. So uh, yeah, this is amazing. That's a, that's a crazy flashback. Yeah. Um, uh, was it a tough sell to do a show like that on a music station back in the day, 10 years ago? You know, the the program director then uh, was kind of, look, it wasn't a tough sell because they couldn't afford to pay DJs because it was internet only now. Sure. <laughs> and yeah. so they were looking for anyone to do it for free. You're going to provide us for content with free? Good. Yeah. We're good. And then the other part of it was, you know, uh, through the show that I was doing at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater in town, I knew a lot of famous comedians and they were like, if you can get 
famous comedians in here to be on the show, then, you know, we'll give you a show. So I had people like Sarah Silverman and Tom Lennon was on the first show and Kevin Nealon and all, wow. you know, those kind of people in the first month. And so he was like, okay, you can continue going. And then, you know, I very quickly left the radio station <laughs> once it <laughs> became right a podcast. Out of friends. Yeah, I, exactly. I read an article and I thought it was so interesting. Oh, congrats. Thank you. <laughs> all right, so you. new topic. Scott! <laughs> where you were talking about podcasting and when you would say to comics, oh, just come on and do this. And they'd say, oh, no, I can get up in front of a crowd and everybody hears me that way. And you're like, no, this way people all across the country will hear you. It was like a tough sell at first for people. Yeah, podcasting 10 years ago, people didn't know what it was. And actually, because the show started at a radio station, I mean, look, I wanted to be on the radio because of listening to people like you guys. You know, I love the radio, and, and I've been listening since 1994, uh, having grown up around here. And so, you know, I really wanted to do a radio show, so it was a little easier to get people to come on to a radio show, mm-hmm. which it was for the first year. Like, Ben mm-hmm. Stiller was on because it was a radio show, sure. and then it became a, a podcast only, and people were like, what is it, a podcast? And so it's <laughs> a lot of favors. But, yeah, people didn't know what podcasts were 10 years ago. How other long than- were you describing to them what it what a podcast was like how was that battle well first you have to describe an ipod and okay. then if people didn't understand what that is you have to go back to computers i, I guess and then you know but um people like paul Shear, you know who who uh i met jensen through mm-hmm. uh had the foresight to be like podcast yeah man okay yeah that sounds yeah. great and he started his own you know uh nine years ago so yeah yeah and you and you have said uh recently and i think you're not far from the truth that not only does not every far. american have his own podcast now but there's a podcast about every american now too yeah i mean it's you're legally required to not only have your own but also everyone has to be about uh someone else in the in the world <laughs> i'm nervous that people are murdering people just to make podcasts about that murder well like, i think that's a good idea for a movie or a tv show oh, stop let's not talk and about it i own that. this idea now <laughs> <laughs> how did so, you get ownership of it already sorry. oh no <laughs> i just registered it with a wga <laughs> sorry. Fast. Scott, when did you meet your eventual between two ferns uh, part Zach Galifianakis. Do you remember? Yes, I do. Uh, I had seen him live at the Largo here in town. I thought he was really funny. And then I went up to the Aspen Comedy Fest. I don't know if you remember that. That was HBO's Comedy Festival in Aspen, Colorado. And I went up there in 1997 uh, and I was uh, watching a show and I saw this dude next to me. I was like, oh, this is the dude that I saw at Largo. He's really funny. And I went up to him and I said, hey, I didn't know that you were invited to be part of this festival. And Zach said, oh, I'm not. I'm doing my own festival. And I said, what? And he had he was doing his own Aspen Comedy Festival in a hotel nearby. Really? <laughs> no. And I thought that's, that's so awesome. on brand for I Zach. I thought it was so funny. And so I was like, I got to work with this guy. So I got to know him and we did some things together. And so then when I was doing uh, a show, uh, I really wanted to do something with him. And, and so I called Zach up and I said, hey, I want to do like a short with you. Uh, what do you want it to be? And he said, I've always wanted to do a public access show called Between Two Ferns. And he had no other idea than that. So he just knew the title and that's it. He knew the title. And then we had Michael Sarah also wanted to do something for the show. And so I said, well, let's get Mike involved. And and we just improvised the entire thing and, and turned it into that. The and character then, yeah. that he plays, not knowing anything about the guest, is was just so fun. And the guests that you guys got were amazing. Well, we're everybody. Yeah. From the president on down, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, from the president on up. Um, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> last... You just made a slogan. You can't stop creating slogans. <laughs> the last one we did was Jerry Seinfeld and Cardi B together. 
which yeah. was a weird combo. And now they've went on tour together. <laughs> the, the, the interesting thing about Cardi B is we all came back to talk to her when she got there to take her through what was going to happen. And she had a very confused look on her face as I was describing what was going to happen. And um, as we were all walking out of the room, she turned to Jerry Seinfeld and said, Oh, you're that guy. <laughs> oh, no. Fantastic. We suddenly realized she had no idea who any of us were. Fantastic. <laughs> and the best part about that is that Jerry Seinfeld, the, maybe the biggest comedian in the world, oh, yeah. is yeah. completely ignored. With, on with this biggest podcast. comedian with the biggest television show of the 1990s. Yeah. It's like, you're the yeah. B guy from the B movie. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, you're Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Now, is is there a movie being made of Between Two Friends? I don't know. Is there? <laughs> That's crazy. That would be That's a crazy rumor. How, how would you turn that into a movie? It doesn't make any sense. I don't know. That I hear these rumors all the time, and it just doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know how you can is turn it into a dodge, or are we telling the truth? I... I've never lied. I told you that before. I know. That's, yeah. I've heard one of you us tells the truth and one of us always lies. <laughs> Which one am I? Hmm. He's also a psychopath. <laughs> yeah. So, no, that's not possible. Uh, that, it couldn't be possible. That it, I mean, how would you turn a dumb internet short into a movie? Yeah. It's like ridiculous. I think it would yeah. be, yeah, I think it'd be stretching the concept. It really would. Um, I, I wouldn't want to see that. What's your follow-up from the Michael Bolton's Big Sexy Valentine's Day special? That was amazing. So a couple oh, of yeah, years it's still ago. out there on so Netflix. Great. That's the weird thing is, like, anyone can watch anything on Netflix for years years and years to come so yes. uh it's not old it's just still there just you haven't seen it yet yeah michael michael bolton is so funny and occasionally so funny. and so supportive occasionally i'll text him things uh i i was doing uh i was working with jeff goldblum on a on a special he was doing at capitol records and michael walked through the building like he's just <laughs> hanging out at capitol records <laughs> like he like he just like they open doors for him at any studio he wants to go sure. in sure and so I was texting him, and he's just so sweet and so wonderful. But, yeah, that was a really funny special that we did with A Lonely Island where we had, you know, Andy Samberg and Maya Rudolph and Sarah Silverman and Randall Park and so many great people on it. And he's so funny. You have funny. been associated with some of the funniest stuff of the last 25 years. And Dad, yet no seriously. one knows who I am. And, and no I appreciate you. beautiful thing, thing, right? I appreciate you. Comedy. I can walk down the street unencumbered. It's wonderful. <laughs> Much Comedy like Bang you Bang guys. is the podcast. It's available at iTunes, Earwolf.com, ComedyBangBang.com. You definitely have to deep dive. And this uh, 10th anniversary episode, part one and part two, is a great way to get caught up with some of the all-time greatest guests. Scott, before you go, we want to ask you 60 seconds with. Kevin is going to, or Allie, I guess today, is going to yep. rapid-fire oh, questions at you. Just first thing that comes to your mind, all right? Hit me, baby. Dream podcast guest. Uh, I think you and Kevin and Bean, uh, nice. you've all been invited. Uh, Excellent. Uh, the, uh, not the current president of the United States. No, that would be bad. Uh, doesn't have a sense of humor. Uh, the next president of the United States, <laughs> okay. whomever they may be. Do you think it's weird that Tarzan has no beard? It is strange. Like, where does he find the razors? Exactly. Deserted Island, you can only bring U2 albums or REM albums. Who do you choose? Uh-oh. Um... I think U2 has more albums, so more to listen to. Okay. Right. If you had to, would you stop, drop, shut them down, or open up shop? I think I'll open up shop. Yeah. I mean, you know, this desert mm -hmm. island I presume I'm on while I'm doing this, it <laughs> needs a little more infrastructure. So. Yes. If you could kill someone and get away with it, would you? Oh, of course, yeah. To murder is uh, man's greatest desire. Agreed. <laughs> Red vines or Twizzlers? Red vines. I'm not a Twizzlers, dude. Yep. Dog kisses on the mouth. Of course. I have two dogs. I love them. Oh! I love is that answer. Is he the answer. first ever dog kisses on He's the mouth? He's the yes. third. 
J.D. Third, third, Pardo, okay. and then someone else who I Jimmy can't Pardo? Believe. He's allergic. No, J.D. Pardo. Oh, J.D. Pardo. <laughs> yeah, okay. very You different. did know that Jimmy Pardo was allergic to dogs so quickly. Uh, well, he stopped coming over to my house once I got a dog. Whoa. So. Well, that's what he says. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Thank you, Scott. Thank you so much. Love you guys. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Guys. Brad Williams making his return to the Kevin and Bean Show. All right, everybody. I'm here to promote Woo-hoo. April Foolishness. This uh, Sunday, I'm going to no, be there. No, I'm closing the show. Last, last week. What? Friday what? for you. Yeah, oh, it was just, that's not good. <laughs> Brad, was, uh, Brad was on a, a April Foolishness. I believe you headlined one year, didn't you, Brad? Yeah. Uh, last year. Yeah, la- uh, last, last year. year yeah. And I closed uh, out with a He was on April Foolishness four times, you guys. Mm. Wow. And yeah. killed every time. You did a Kid Rock song, right? Yes. No. So, it, I mean, don't say that right after Bean said I killed four okay. times. They'd be All like, right. oh, you did a Kid Rock song. I'm just asking. Now people don't have a positive view in their head. They're like, oh, you did a Kid Rock but song. But they did before? Why Why would I go see Brad Williams this weekend at the Pasadena Ice House Comedy Club, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, when he's doing Kid Rock songs? I'm well not done. doing Kid Rock well songs anymore. Well done. Very, very smooth. Sounds yeah. natural. Very smooth. No one even caught that. Position. Your, uh, your uh, platonic life partner, Adam Ray, and podcast co-host, uh, headlined this past uh, Friday night, and he was tremendous. Yeah. Buddy. I don't know what he told you about the show, but he went over great. And the whole... Sh- I wish you could have been there, Brad, because you missed the Kevin Amin rap battle. I heard i <laughs> saw holy god yeah and all i can say is now is anyone that impressed with rappers anymore it's if hot. kevin and bean can do <laughs> it i know i feel like i have pulled a curtain back a like, bit. i know jensen you were the I man know. in rap yeah. and now I, I had so much respect for you now i don't no what i am but you have to understand i'm sort of the guy who did the magic special where i showed you how magic tricks are made <laughs> yeah. like that's who i've been for the last few years and i did it with you're like oh it's them. two women in the box yeah. <laughs> when they cut it in half it, I can, that makes it so yeah. much easier wait till you hear what i have to say about very serious fast rhymes but they're not saying anything. They're just going, and you think it's rap. Yeah. yeah. We, like, uh, it was so good, in, guys. It was we so in good. No way we're real rappers, though. In no way. We just cobbled together whatever Jensen told us to say. But I think you would have enjoyed it in person. It was really, really was fun. fun. And, I, and we keep asking, Dave, and I, I think the video, the actual real quality video is going up yeah. today. I think so we'll have a chance to see it on the website. That's what we were today. told yesterday mm-hmm. as well. And then I know. And I then know. All, all I see when I when, when I read all the comments is, uh-huh. Bean, why are you retiring? Bean, you can still do it. Bean, why are, why are you leaving us? Have you seen Bean? You should retire. <laughs> you're out. You're done. What does it mean you're out? Like, Explain. Uh, all right. Uh, all, all I'm saying is like Bean looks like if ketamine was a person. Okay? Like, <laughs> wow. You're when done, did this turn Bean. into the Beanie Roast? You're done, Bean. <laughs> Go relax. Enjoy your life. Get some melanin content. <laughs> the little person God. is not wrong, you guys. <laughs> I think he is correctly reading the situation. You look at me and you don't go, there's a dynamic young man who's got 40 more years ahead yes, of him. Be- you go, get this guy Get this guy a wheelchair and a blanket and put him by the beach for his final days. He passed Be- his expiration date? Oh. Bean, looks like a guy, Bean looks like a ghost whose unfinished business is molesting children. Oh, jeez. Okay. Wow. Wow. Right. I'm going to just keep it a bean. Retire, Bean. I'm going. too far, Bean says. I'm going. I'm not retiring, but I'm going. Okay? I mean, I'm going. I, so, so, so you're buying a farm? 
Is that is that is is that the thing? I know the expression is he bought the farm, <laughs> but no, I hope not. I hope that's not the no. Uh, and and all all joking aside, being you you know I love you, and you know what you've done for this city and this platform is too is early for un, this. Too early. Un- too early. Too early. Months to go. Months to go. Months to go. Yeah. Okay, let's not okay. talk no, about this. I'll tell you again. This makes him very uncomfortable. I'll, yes, that's the thing. Is that a yeah. few months from now or whenever it is, you know, time? Yeah, he won't want it. No, I'm, so, I'm sure. Yeah. All I'm saying is, Bean, I'm glad you're retiring so you can go and enjoy your hot wife. Okay, thank you. That I'll accept. <laughs> I appreciate that. that. Uh, Brad Williams is uh, here. He's at the Ice House Comedy Club for four big shows this weekend. Two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. Icehousecomedy.com. Tickets just 25 bucks, 21 and up. Where are you in the uh, in new hour versus creating stuff for the next Showtime special? What's the, Where are you in oh, the process right now, Brad? Yeah, it, it, it's a brand new hour. So if you watch my Netflix half hour, The Degenerates, it's a, it's all new material from that. And... Uh, Wow, you you be married for a little over a year. You get some material. <laughs> it helps. Yeah, it helps. That uh, did you get married just to get more content? I I, I guess. <laughs> That's how it's working out. I didn't think it was going to be this fast, but all of a sudden you you get married to a woman. You 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 live together. Oh, my wife, my wife. This is true. My wife has a support group for comedian wives and girlfriends. I think that's smart. Comedian Wait, hold on. Comedian, she runs it? Yes. She runs a support group where we, where when we're on the road, uh, the, the, like these five comedians' wives and girlfriends get together oh, that's and, not good. Ta- and talk about the hard life of staying home while your husband goes and makes money. It's so, oh, I feel so bad for them that they get to be in these large houses all by well, themselves. All houses are large to you. That doesn't that's count. very true. Oh. <laughs> she just sits there and then I come home. Oh, man. After going to Wichita, Kansas, and I hand her a check. Oh, the struggle! <laughs> wow. The pain! There's some, there's some real issues going on like here. It's going well. <laughs> right, the first year, the real honeymoon phase. <laughs> All right, we want to talk. We need to take a break, but we want to talk about your wife mm-hmm. spoiling yes. for you, the Avengers. Last night! All right. Oh, no. We'll talk about that next. The Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. Comedian Brad Williams on Twitter, at FunnyBrad. Website, bradwilliamscomedy.com. In studio with us here on The Kevin and Bean Show. He'll be at the Ice House Comedy Club this weekend in uh, Pasadena, right? That's right. Pasadena, Friday, May 3rd, Saturday, May 4th. Two shows each night. Tickets available at icehousecomedy.com. Brad, would you say this? I'm sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) And Brad co-hosted about last night. Okay, go. Podcast with Adam Ray. You've had some, I just want to mention... Unbelievable guests lately. Yeah, uh, it, it, it's been it's You're punching been above your run. Absolutely, which is not hard to do. But uh, yeah, and then th- this week we have a guest on that's just kind of just for me and Adam. But it was re- it's a really fascinating conversation. We have uh, the, we have the actor that was in Cool Runnings that played the rich kid. That wasn't supposed to. Oh my god! <laughs> this is a very specific thing. Did he wash your car? Did you get to ask him then? No, he's a casting agent now. Oh, he's doing very well for himself. Okay, all right. But yeah, we we and so then we got to talk about cool runnings for I an hour. I'm not positive that you want to bring that up after Bean praises you for having huge stars on your the weekend before we had Nick Barkatsi. <laughs> okay. okay, so you can go back to that one and listen to that one. What but... did you guys d- dive deep into the intricacies of cool runnings? <laughs> Does he answer yes. the questions that have been left behind? Yes, I, I had questions about that movie. Obviously working with John Candy, Dougie Doug. Yes, see, you, see you're a fan of the movie. 
I mean, listen, feel the rhythm, feel the rhymes. I'm just saying, I don't, I don't need to know more. You have, you have that as a tramp stamp. Yeah, you yeah. know all you need to know. Yeah, I know <laughs> enough. I know enough. All right, Brad, what's going on with your wife? Because I know that you're uh, you're hardwired for comedy. Like, you yes. want to say the funny thing in every situation. Sure. And I have found, living with my bride for all these years... They're not always in the mood to joke. They're <laughs> no. not always looking for the comedy aspect of a situation. That is What's correct. What's it been like for you now that you've been married a while? Well, we we do have a co- see most co- uh, most couples have a safe word for sex. We have a safe word for when I'm taking a joke too far. Oh, mm. that gets used a lot, I assume. Yeah. <laughs> so I start talking about uh, her mom or whatever, and then she just says the word cephalopod, and then I go, okay. It's quite the word. I have to tell well, yeah. Right, because when you hear that, you're like, what the hell? Right. <laughs> it does get your attention. Yes, although no, no amount of safe words could have stopped my wrath last night. What happened? We're on our way to see Avengers, and don't worry, I will not spoil anything. You can keep listening. Okay. So we're on our way, and I've been avoiding Twitter, all right. I, I I have blocked I have blocked LaShawn uh, McCoy. Okay? Yeah. okay. Nothing is going to spoil this movie for me because I want to see it so badly. Have you seen all twenty one yes. or most? Okay. Yes. All done. And I'm I'm not even watching previews because I would I just want to go in fresh. So we're driving to the theater. We're driving to the ArcLight where Kevin's photo still hangs. <laughs> and, <laughs> deep cut. And. We're driving, and she goes, oh, I wonder if there's a uh, post-credit scene, because all the Marvel movies have a post-credit scene. She goes, oh, I'll just look it up and see. And I go, okay, that's fine. You can oh, no. See. And she goes, oh, there's something to where at the end of the movie, and I go, stop! Oh, no. Stop! So she's, she's like, found something, but yes. you don't want to hear about it. And she goes, no, 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 it, it, it's not a spoiler. It's just a, stop! Like, it, it, it's a sound. It's just a sound, and all you hear is, stop, shut up! I yelled at my wife, and I'm psyched. I felt so bad. Well, you worked really hard to avoid it till yeah, Tuesday. Because yeah. we're driving to the theater, and I'm just like, shut, stop talking. No, if I were her and you were yelling like that, I'd keep right on yeah. going. Yeah. And then, so then, turns out, we wa- we watch the movie. It's amazing. Right. It's, it's wonderful. Everyone should go see it. And then we stay till the end so we, so we can get this little post-credit thing. Mm-hmm. And once again, I will not say what it is mm-hmm. because I'm a good human being. But I hear the thing that's at the end of the credits, and I go, see, that would have spoiled it for me. And she goes, there's no way you could have, like, um, you don't, yeah, you don't my, understand you, yeah. how deep the nerdum goes that I would have been able to piece together, like, uh, like th- those cops trying to find serial killers, like, just huh? threads to all these things. Oh, I, I, see. I could have figured it out. So yeah, yeah, but it, so there is something at the end of the movie. I mean, there is. we're not going to spoil anything. You're supposed yes. to stick around, is what you're talking. I mean, about. Uh, you have to tell me if I'm staying. That's not a spoiler. <laughs> I mean, if you, are you trying to spoil my day? No, is that what you're saying? <laughs> you're not going to see the movie. <laughs> you're out in 30 minutes. You're not going to see the movie. I'll see yeah. it in parts. I would say when if you're a hardcore yeah Avengers fans, stay till the end. No, but yeah. I'm saying is it. I can't. I, but if I explain to you what it is, then... am I staying to see the name of the key grip, or am I staying because there's content? There, there there's content. It's a really okay. good key grip. All right. Okay. All right. Very, very positive. It's difficult to and answer you guys that. Just, and you guys had the Without conversation spoilers. about yeah. spoilers. Yeah. Mm. My thing is always like, all right. For movies, you get like two weeks. Okay. Now that includes opening weekend and the second weekend. I yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Movies. Two weeks. 
TV shows, uh, people sometimes wait and binge. Just all, just always check up. And if you tweet stuff, don't tweet actual things that happened in the show. You, you, this you can so say. Dumb. You I can totally say, disagree. Oh my god, Game of Thrones. Twitter so is that. made for that. The reason Twitter exists is real time so dialogue you, and conversation. So if you're Lashawn McCoy and you see sure, Avengers, but that's a movie. Look, that's different. In the that's, morning, that's, that's different than a TV movie. show. That's a jerk move also. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying go be a jerk, but I'm also saying like I don't have to be elusive on a website that tells me it was born for real time. Look, if you're if I haven't seen Game of Thrones or whatever show I'm into at that point and, and it's the next day, I just stay off Twitter. It's it's really not an issue. Right? Like a big boy. <laughs> well said, Kevin. Thank you. Thank you, little one. <laughs> Wait, we were you talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> I was. If your voice went really high for a second, I'm not sure why. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, so our marriage almost ended yesterday. I mean, the problem with that, oh, though, is that your wife could easily kill you. Oh yeah, <laughs> she is a fourth if, if dog. Black doesn't belt get to you first. Yeah. She's yeah. a black belt. Yeah, and he's not. And, and he yeah. has a tiny belt. Yeah, and then <laughs> and uh, your dog Diego our, re- respects that woman more than anyone in oh, the world. She has a black belt, and then she goes out and she gets a pit bull. And you're yeah, like, I love it. are you turning into like? <laughs> a, are you turning into a superhero? What's happening here? <laughs> yeah, she sounds like a Fast and Furious character. <laughs> <laughs> he really is. Every it, day. Brad walks out of his house. It's a miracle that he survived another night in that house. And now, but not because of her, because of him. Yeah, and now we're trying. We're trying to add to her gang because we're working on having children. We, okay, we, we want to have children. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the next question everyone always asks is, uh, you know, is it going to be like you, Brad, or like her? And How I tall say, would you get? And I say the baby's going to be like me. Rich, so. <laughs> but uh, to be honest, it's a twenty-five percent chance dwarf. It's a seventy-five percent chance tall. I didn't know that. So oh, uh, I, okay. I, I have no preference. I don't care. But I do. There is a part of me that really does want that dwarf kid because my wife is Chinese. It would be an Asian dwarf baby. An Asian. That's cute. Right? Yeah, that's real yeah. cute. Wow. An Asian mm-hmm. dwarf baby. The kid's not even conceived yet. It's we already gotten have... into 12 colleges. We, yeah. would have that's to... we would have to worship him. Right? Or her. Yeah. It's like that's you're starting a... a new species. <laughs> it's not a kid. That's currency. Yeah. That's madness. Angelina Jolie is like, I don't have one of those. Right. It's madness. I kind of want an Asian so dwarf baby. so much money off that kid's Instagram account. Are you kidding? <laughs> It's like baby Chunko. Amazing. Yeah. All right, Brad. What's Chunko? Oh, oh, all the hair? You've never seen baby Chunko? Asian baby with huge hair? What's Chunko? Oh, my gosh. Get ready. Oh, boy. We'll show you. We have to go. Okay. We do have to go, Brad. You know how it goes on the radio. We're out of time. Uh, Great, great shows this weekend at the Ice House Comedy Club. Friday night, two shows. Saturday night, two shows. Icehousecomedy.com. Ian Pasadena. Tickets are just 25 bucks, 21 and up. Trust us when we tell you that Brad Williams is as good a comedy show as you're going to see out there. He is fantastic. You'll have a wonderful time. Brad, we love you. We'll see you soon. Thanks, guys. The Kevin and Bean Show, world famous K Rock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a spicy one. Thank you. Thank you, Muggs. <laughs> Allie is here with our final look at uh, what's happening on a uh, Tuesday morning. Yes, well. Uh, oh, why is why is Jim Carrey trending? Hold on. This is oh, no. Be bad, it's, right? No, it's the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Okay, good. He it's plays the Dr. Octobok or whatever. No, Robotnik. Robotnik, thank you. I was worried he did something dumb. I play okay. Tails. A lot of people don't know that. Oh, really? Yeah, in the movie, I'm the voice of Tails. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, stop. I'm See, on my way. It's a deep cut right there. <laughs> what about Knuckles? I, oh, no, I'm, I'm not Knuckles. Knuckles no, is Dom DeLuise. Really? Yeah. Because I think he's dead. No, his corpse <laughs> really? is the voice. Yeah, they weaken a Bernie's dim. 
Weekend at Bernie's um, too. They played Jamaican reggae, and he got is back. Tom Deluise dead? Yeah, yeah. Okay. he is dead. For a while. Jensen was. Strangely, very excited to see the Sonic Hedgehog trailer first thing this morning. <laughs> yes. Too excited, some would say. Some would say. Didn't sound like you were that impressed with it. The whole world is not impressed with it. The oddest oh. part about the trailer is, uh, and I mean, listen, I love Ben Schwartz, who is the voice of Sonic, not as a joke. Uh, but the oddest part is that the song in the trailer is Coolio's Gangster's Paradise. And I ask, why so soon? Mm. <laughs> that is an odd <laughs> choice. Choice. Yeah. Anyway, it didn't look that good. All right. Okay. Shouts to Ben Schwartz, though. Hey, remember on Friday when Felipe Esparza was in um, doing a little little show that we call April Foolishness? Sure. He was on the bill. Mm -hmm. Killed it. Yep. And then remember Monday when he was here? Mm -hmm. Just yesterday? Doing an interview? (gasps) Mexicans! In case you haven't had enough Felipe Esparza in your life, he is going to be doing a show October 4th at the Microsoft Theater. K-Rock pre-sale is on Thursday, 10 a.m. till 10 p.m. Just use the code KROCKFELIPE. Or you can give a call right now at 1-800-520-1067. And if you're caller 20, one winner is going to get a pair of tickets to Felipe Esparza at the Microsoft Theater on October 4th. Again, pre-sale, K-Rock listeners, Thursday. KROCKFELIPE is the pre-sale code. Or... If you want to be like everyone, you can get tickets on Friday when they go on sale at AXS.com at 10 a.m. Remember, we were talking about Endgame and how one guy in Hong Kong decided after he saw it that he would walk out and just spoil it for everyone in line. While people are waiting to see the movie. Waiting to see the movie. Yes. uh, Bad idea. Bad idea. He got the crap beaten out of him. Um, I don't know what's happening in China, but one excited Marvel fan in China cried so hard while watching Avengers Endgame. She started hyperventilating, had to be rushed to the hospital. She was bawling uncontrollably. What? They had to give her oxygen to stabilize her breathing. Let her go. <laughs> <laughs> Let her go. You think that's just Darwinism? If, if a movie causes that, come on now. Yeah, it's, it would have been She's so on easy. her way anyway. Yeah. Let's be honest. She's not going to be able to handle normal life. I was 21. I don't think she was ready to go. Well, I mean, the way you're talking about her, it sounds like it. All right. It would have well, been helpful to all of us. Okay. Let her roll. Wow. Jensen wants her dead. Okay. Guys, try and follow along. Fred Savage is set to host an after show for a fake series on Fox. Huh? Savage will host a new half-hour hybrid comedy talk show premiering this summer called What Just Happened with Fred Savage. It explores the fandom surrounding the not-real sci-fi thriller series The Flare. Which also has a pre-show. Which is, here's here's the description very, very for, confusing. for The Trying Flare. Trying to follow this. This is The Flare. This is the fake show. Okay. It's based on a fictional author, T.J. Whitforth's sci-fi book series, The Moon is the Sun at Night, which has been a favorite of Fred Savage's since childhood. The book revolves around a solar event and its effects on Earth, specifically the small blue-collar town of Milford, Illinois, and slowly unfolds into a (laughs) post-apocalyptic battle for human survival. The real after show... 
that Fred Savage is hosting about this fake show that he's loved his entire life will feature multiple segments, including authentic sit-down celebrity interviews, set visits to the flair, the fake show, and interviews with the cast of Flair, again, the fake show, and discussions with fans of Flair, the fake show. But also, I think it has a pre-show that is also fake that they reference in the post-show. Good God. <laughs> anyway, there's funny people writing it. Sean O'Connor, very funny Absolutely. writer. Absolutely. Um, good people. Can you repeat the part of this <laughs> nope. stuff where you said all about nope. uh, things? No, I just want you to check it out on June 30th um, on Fox. It is What Just Happened with Fred Savage. It's a really funny premise if you think about it. Right? I mean, you got to really dial in. Got to commit. <laughs> it sounds is like there a-, a sickle or a penis in this story? It's a great it's question. A great question. Uh, so far, I don't believe so. You guys, uh, let's say you're a woman that's feeling a bit vulnerable. Go you on. go to a Jason Statham Facebook fan page, and all of a sudden, Jason Statham, well, he reaches out to you. He sends you a message. That's nice. That's what this woman thought. That's nice of him, just talking to his fans. And then Jason Statham said, hey, why don't you download WhatsApp? Let's chat on that. And then Jason Statham starts saying he's falling in love with you. Although he's, you know, in real life married to supermodel Rosie Huntington-Whitley. He then comes up with a very sad story about some financial difficulties that he's going mm, through. This has all kinds of red flags on it now. Even though he's worth about $70 million. At any point do you think, well, I'm not talking to Jason Statham, right? Well, this poor course, woman, yes. this poor woman in England didn't think any of those things, and she handed over hundreds of thousands of dollars. She's so oh, sad and lonely no. to this con man, who basically uh, just wooed her and made her think all sorts of things. And she said it was a very vulnerable time in her life because her mom had died and her fiance is, had died. Let her do it. Wow. This is this is the same as the woman who couldn't breathe after seeing a movie. Let her lose her money. Wow. I don't agree with that. Wow. I do. Just let her lose it. Jensen now, I want her to have been able to break out of her despair for a moment of clarity and go, this probably isn't legit. I'm not going to send my money. Which she definitely right. thought a lot of times. She had to. And then she still did it. Yeah. Genius. I don't, I don't know. It's all very sad. I mean, I've gotten DMs from, you know, comics and whatnot. Sure. They were actually the comics. You think? Um, yeah. Okay. But they weren't coming after your money. They no. were coming after your purse. Which I also call my money. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> right? Call it my coin slot. Yeah. Coming after your, your handbag. Yeah. <laughs> what else you call it, Bean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's just be a little bit smarter because celebrities are not reaching out, except for Screech. You mentioned maybe Screech yeah, yeah, might yeah. reach out to you I, for money. That could be legit That for money, could yes. be legit, but um, uh, huge Hollywood stars are not going to ask you for money. Let's just uh, say that. Dave is weighing in. Uh, mm-hmm. Was he coming after your flesh wallet? What is oh. it possible? You're looking for your flesh wallet. Wow. Happy we let Dave chime in there. <laughs> Yikes. You guys, Pete Davidson, feeling extra generous en route to Baltimore for a stand-up show. He stopped by, attended a screening of Avengers Endgame, and decided that he would pick up McDonald's to feed not only his friends, but the sold-out audience and movie theater staff. That's a good little package deal right there. I like that. 400 bucks at McDonald's? 
Because let's be honest, if you're at that movie theater and all of a sudden you smell fries, yeah. I am so mad Agreed. because I want fries. Pete Davidson bought everyone food. That's kind of nice. I like it. It's very okay. generous. All right. Bean, Kate Middleton, and Prince William celebrating eight years of marriage. And, of course, they shared the shots on Instagram for their wedding day. But do you know what the queen did to make the anniversary extra special? I don't, but she's right here. We can ask her. Queen. (laughs) I don't know the story. (laughs) uh, You named Kate Middleton Dame Grand Cross of the Royal Victorian Order, which is the highest possible rank. Why did you do that? I figured it would confuse her and she would stop talking. I think his impression's getting better. I think it is. Uh, <laughs> let's tune in to Bean, though. Why don't you play the part of uh, Prince William? What did you think when Kate got named as a Dame Grand Cross of the Royal Victorian Order? I think my grandmother was a cheap bastard. He didn't cost her a penny. <laughs> it's like a leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a free gift. Get, get me. Go through Aren't puberty? gifts always get free? Gold. <laughs> well, no, I mean, it didn't. Co- I think what he's saying, what the mm-hmm. man on the street is saying, right. is that it didn't. Co- it didn't cost oh, the queen right. anything See, to, right. to right. hand over a title. I got it's okay. like a, It's a freebie. As the role of Prince William, um, yes. what would you say would be a more appropriate gift for your wife, Kate Middleton? Get me out of this country. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. Get her out of this country. Wait, oh, they're teaming this up. is this is William and Kate. This isn't Harry. Look, they're all one. You guys, Look. I need you they're to play the roles indeed. correctly if we're going to do this. <laughs> Look, you are, is, our, right, is our set uh, improv bad? Yes. <laughs> we'll bring back Ackerman. Why do you want Kate out of the country? Oh. I don't know because the Queen is giving weird gifts. That's why. Okay. Because the Queen, Queen can't spring. Don't mm-hmm. question can't put- the Queen and the man on the street in England. Queen can't put down ten queen, pounds for a proper gift. Queen gonna take this? I mean, I'm not listening. Oh wow, he's tuned out. She's tuned out. <laughs> right. All right, guys. This. Uh... I heard. A, I heard about a. I heard about a guy who got a tattoo. <laughs> that, you took three runs at it. That was crazy. That was awful. still terrible. Oh, this is fun, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That was awful. I don't, I, don't th- I don't know what my next job is, but it's not improv. Oh, please. <laughs> or accent. Don't sell yourself short. <laughs> this is a really riveting conversation. Thank you. Thank you, sir. All right, some birthdays for you guys. Johnny Galecki, Kirsten Dunst, Kunel Nayar, Gal Gadot, and Travis Scott. And that's what's happening. Hey, girlie, a 5 p.m. commercial-free hour is happening thanks to a random act of helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda Dealers. Tomorrow morning on all-new Kevin and Bean Show, uh, we've got animal stories on the show. We have comedian Bob Saget in studio and English muffins. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) The Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That was a spicy one. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 